Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. It is time for our weekly chat with Conrad Black. He joins me now. Hi, Conrad. Hello, Alex. All right, we got a lot of politics today. We'll start with uh, Britain, of course, uh, an absolutely deserved shellacking uh, for Mr. Jeremy Corbyn, uh, rightfully gets kicked to the curb with his anti-Semitic party. But, you know, Johnson now gets to uh, get Brexit done, but it was not even close. No, but it was manifestly the right thing to happen. Mm. Corbyn was not only an anti-Semite, he was a shop-worn Marxist. <laughs> and uh, uh, any any standing of his, even the position he had before the election of being able to prevent things from happening was, was dangerous to Britain. And, yeah. and a defeat on this scale, uh, the, the worst that the Labour Party has had since, I believe, 1983, uh, is a very desirable thing. I mean, you can rebuild the Labour Party. They, you know, they, they have leaders that, or have had leaders that, that were perfectly adequate for their times, like uh, Tony Blair and Harold Wilson. But, but it could not go on that the official opposition was in the hands of such disreputable people. But it's also a great victory for Boris. Uh, I mean, he, he, uh, I engaged him as the Daily Telegraph correspondent in Brussels and as the editor of The Spectator, and he went on from there to be a member of Parliament, mayor of London, foreign secretary, leader of the opposition, and prime minister. And, and uh, you know, that, that, that's, uh, well, I'm leader of the internal opposition in the Conservative Party, quasi-leader of the opposition, uh, not, not of the official opposition. And, and, and now prime minister with a very solid mandate and it's an amazing career and and uh, he's often mocked as a buffoon and a person who takes liberties with the truth which doesn't make him unique among politicians as you know uh, but but it's a great thing but I, I the greatest thing in it in my opinion is in all of it is that um uh, britain has shown that it wishes good relations with Europe, but it will not check the institutions that it has developed over nearly a thousand years and have served it pretty well. Uh, it's, it's, the, it's the longest standing, stablest, large, important country in the world. And uh, it's not going to chuck all that for the dictatorship of Brussels. That is the real problem of the EU. Mm-hmm. It isn't run by the Parliament of Europe in Strasbourg. It isn't run by the leaders of the main governments now, the German Chancellor and the French President. Uh, it, it is really run by people in Brussels who, once they're installed, don't answer to anybody. And that's what the British didn't like. Uh, the, they don't like to ignore the government the way the French and Italians do. They don't like to be regimented in a way that the Germans are prepared to tolerate. They like to be law-abiding, but uh, only in response to sensible, democratically approved and enacted laws. And that's not what they were getting. But but that is a great statement by an important country. But more important geostrategically is Britain has made a choice between submergence, just immersion in Europe, which was the alternative. That's Euro-political integration. That's what you get. Oh, and they've they've turned away from that, and they are clearly moving towards 
a closer association with their fellow English-speaking countries, namely the United States, Canada, and Australia. Mm-hmm. And and uh, there's great historic background for that. The, 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 that association ultimately won the World Wars and the Cold War under in remarkable leaders, Roosevelt and Churchill and, and Reagan and Thatcher and, and Boris and Donald Trump are not quite the same, but they get on well and they're strong leaders in their way. And and this this is a very important geostrategic move and all of us who are with the best will in the world towards all other nationalities, especially European ones that we all respect and like, uh, it is a great thing for our faction in the world, the the English-speaking common law democratic powers to be strengthened in this way. Yeah, I mean, it's no small feat to uh, exit, uh, you know, with Brexit. So, uh, it, it was the greatest yeah. crisis in government the British have had since the American Revolution. The coal country was immobilized. The House of the, the Daily Mail ran a full front page headline after one of the impasses in the last parliament with the picture of the parliament buildings that you get on the you know on the on the, the Lee and Perrin sauce bottle you know which you put on your steak mm-hmm. uh, and it said house of fools and, and that's what it was yeah, well, he ran a very good campaign, Get Brexit Done. It was simple, and people responded. To yeah, an alliance right between the working class and, and the, the traditional Whig aristocracy. It, it's an amazing achievement. Yeah. I want to flip the page then going stateside, because uh, the House Judiciary, obviously, this morning voting in favor of these two impeachment articles against uh, Trump, the allegation that he obstructed this probe looking into Hunter Biden. And this is going to be voted on next week, and then, of course, it will be rejected by the Senate. So... You know, to me, it's just this political circus. It's it's not going anywhere. It's nonsense. Uh, the, the first uh, the first charge is not a crime, and therefore is not eligible to impeach the president with. And I mean, to remove him from office, you can impeach him for allowing his toenails to grow too long if you want to, but you but you can't remove him from office for that. Uh, and and the uh, and the second one is just nonsense. I mean, shift. Intelligence Committee gave the president no rights whatsoever. They were they were in camera hearings. Uh, the other side, the president of the United States, after all, not not some hobo suspected of uh, grand theft auto, rounded up in the sidewalk in Los Angeles. Mr. President uh, was um, was uh, I just I got to there. I had to turn myself on. Uh, the 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 the. the uh, he had no rights whatsoever. They couldn't question anyone. His own lawyer couldn't attend. And they have the effrontery to to accuse him of obstruction of justice. I mean, it is simply nonsense. And, and the Democrats are out of their minds going on with this. It's not clear that they have the votes in the full House to get the second count across. But uh, Pelosi may be able to whip them all in. I don't know. But uh, uh, I, my suspicion is when it gets to the Senate, they will they will have the pleasure of subpoenaing Schiff to mm. reveal under oath how this phony whistleblower set the whole thing up with his office, and and Biden's son to lay bare what really went on in Ukraine. Well, if they can and, get him out of the strip joints, they could probably ask him some yeah, questions. That's and... right. Yeah. 
Well, look, I'll leave a guy's private life out of it. But they, uh, I mean, I rather admired Stormy Daniels as a businesswoman. I just never thought she was any threat to the White House. But they, and 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 uh, and that I I don't know that the Senate will even take a vote. I think they'll just vote to pitch it and say this isn't a serious uh, this isn't a serious allegation. It could just come back to bite the dem. It's going to come back to bite the Democrats because if they just spent all this time finding a candidate that was actually sane, they might have a chance to beat Trump. But they wasted it doing this. They, they, they could have had if, if they could have had it would have been hard because the economy is so strong and you, yeah. you see he appears to have the China trade deal now as well as Canada and Mexico I mean he has accomplished a lot and he's you know he's, he's eliminated oil imports and he's got more jobs to fill than there are unemployed and he's cut the illegal immigration right he presented it's hard to run against his record but but it's easy to run against him as a personality mm-hmm. so outrageous at times but they uh, which is unfortunately the only side of Canadians seem to see but but now uh, they 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 have really shot themselves all over the place and and in addition their candidates are so hopeless i mean you know they it's really a ludicrous group of people the only one of them that could run a two car funeral was michael bloomberg and yeah. he's not running a very skillful campaign i don't know uh, he's had some comments that are a bit alarming of late yeah look it's look it's I know it's a it, it's a undignified process, but the Democratic Party and the Republicans they require candidates for the highest office in the country to get out there and make an effort, not to wait to the last minute, skip the first four caucuses and primaries, uh, buy the election with stupefying expenses out of pocket. Uh, while while his own news network doesn't refer to him, but trashes everybody else. I, I, I mean, the, the America is not waiting for that kind of campaign to elevate somebody to the White House. They like someone who gets all around the country, works their tail off like Trump did, and Biden and 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 uh, Sanders and Warren and these people are doing. I mean, they're they're, they're doing it the old-fashioned way. They get out there asking for votes, and they really work hard at it. Uh, and, and they don't just sit there and say, well, the other candidates are no good, so I'm going to spend uh, $25 million a week uh, buying my way into this. I mean, it's a great thing. Michael Bloomberg's had a wonderful career, and he was a pretty good mayor of New York for the first two terms anyway. But but that's not how you elect a president in that country. It is not. Mr. Mack, I've got to go, but I thank you so much for joining us. Uh, the pleasure's mine, Alex. Thank you, very, sir. Very good. Happy weekend to you and your listeners. You as well. Thank you. Thanks. That is Conrad Black joining us. And, you know, speaking to Donald Trump, I mean, he just signed this massive deal with China. It's a phase one part of it, but just uh, agriculture, energy, manufactured goods. You know, it's he's doing stuff. He's get he's keeping money in people's pockets. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and anywhere else you get your on demand audio.